Welcome to Shelter in Place, a podcast about finding daily sanity in a world that feels increasingly insane. Coming to you from Oakland, California, I'm Laura Joyce Davis. A couple of weeks ago on Story Saturday, I did an interview with Nina LaCour, an author I really love and whose best-selling award-winning young adult books have inspired, challenged, and encouraged me over the years. If you missed our interview, it was episode 34. Nina has a podcast too, called Keeping a Notebook, and I've enjoyed it so much. It's a podcast about writing, but even if you don't consider yourself a writer, there's something there for all of us. I often learn something about writing or life from Nina's episodes, which are short and thoughtful and so enjoyable to listen to. In this special bonus episode today, I'm giving you a little taste of keeping a notebook. Here's Nina. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Keeping a Notebook. I'm here sooner than I expected with a special project called Writing in Place, created for the specific time we're in. I'm Nina LaCour. I don't know about you, but it's taking me some time to gain my footing in this new world. My family entered this time already in a state of disorientation. We had been forced out of our house by a long, undetected kitchen flood, resulting in an abrupt departure. While strangers packed our dishes and stacks of papers and artwork and books into boxes, we drifted from one Airbnb to the next. We looked for the bright side whenever we could. One apartment was in our old Oakland neighborhood. We walked to the places we loved when our lives were much different. Another place had a backyard secluded by towering bamboo and a hammock. One afternoon, my daughter spent three hours swaying in the sun. But all the while, as we lived out of our suitcases and planned the new morning commutes to school, news of the pandemic was intensifying and our house was torn apart, weeks passing by as we waited to hear from the insurance company. And we found ourselves in a residence inn as the first case of community spread was recorded, just one county north of where we were. In the midst of all of this, two other things were happening. We were in the process of buying a new home, a San Francisco duplex we've bought with a friend, and I was teaching my six-week online class. I held two video calls a week with my students, each from a different temporary home, and our conversations over those weeks shifted from craft and publishing to something much different, to recognizing that this time we are in is uncharted, is profoundly upsetting, is, for many of us, a very difficult time to create art. But I wonder what will happen as time passes if we are fortunate enough to not get sick or to get sick and then recover. And I wonder if we can ease our way into something that feels sustaining and nourishing, something for our souls and our minds and ourselves. Writing takes us into a different world for a little while, And I imagine that most of us could use the relief it can bring, especially if our time sheltering in place is just getting started and we'll all be here wherever we are for a very long time, alone or in tight quarters, longing for solitude or companionship, for a moment of stillness or for the sounds of other people. 
I miss my old life. I miss the ordinary worries and fears. Our days are so different now. Our new place was empty when we moved in. We brought some of our belongings over in carloads, whatever we could fit and carry. We ordered a sofa and a mattress. We had demolished the old kitchen, a decision that now feels foolish, back when we thought we'd have more time. Our new home feels like a metaphor for life now, for those of us who are lucky and privileged enough to shelter in place. We were thrust into it before we were ready. It was uncomfortable and unfamiliar, but we're adjusting to it day by day. We're learning what it feels like to wake up here. We're laying down rugs. We're putting flowers on the table. We're settling into new routines and letting go of others. But just as none of us can escape the bad news, the worry and dread, we can't not see the torn out section of the wall in the kitchen where an old chimney used to be. It runs floor to ceiling, a four foot wide rupture, exposing century old lathe and plaster. We can't not see the stress cracks that the painter told us he'd repair before everything was put on hold. We can't not see the exposed water pipes and gas line, those inner workings that keep life moving, but that we seldom stop to think about. Out in the open this way, they seem more fragile, less certain. None of us know what the future holds. But right now, as I'm making my new apartment into a home, as I'm assembling furniture and rigging a makeshift kitchen, as I'm painting with watercolors with my daughter and watching trashy reality shows with my wife, as I'm washing endless dishes and craving quiet moments and crying over the news and worrying about people I love and people I've never met. Right now, I have a question for you. Do you want to write with me? Let's do it in a new way for this new time. Let's write a journal entry or a poem or a single scene. Let's write an Instagram caption or a short story. Let's write a description or a meditation or a letter. In other words, let's keep a notebook of this time, whether it be full of fact or fiction or something in between. And let's begin with where we are. Maybe you're in a comfortable home, a space that you love. Maybe you're back with your parents or sharing space with housemates or people you don't know very well. Maybe you're someplace temporary, a place that won't ever feel like home. This is for you, no matter your situation. It's for you and the place you are right now. All right, let's write something together. We'll start with the simplest of exercises. Grab your laptop or your notebook or whatever you'd like to use for writing right now and find something tangible. Any object will do. Consider what it means to you right now in this moment. Or do the same for your character if you're working on fiction. Just an object, just a moment. Explore what it looks like and feels like, its texture and its weight. Think about what it means. Write something down. Go ahead and press pause now and work for as long as you want to, or as long as you can. Look at us, how resilient we are, how we're here now, despite the loss and the uncertainty. I'm sending you love. I'm wishing you well. If you'd like to share your object or what you wrote about it, 
or your experience of writing or not writing during this time. Use the hashtag writing in place. I'd love to see what you've chosen and where you are. You can see images from my life as it is right now on Instagram and Twitter at Nina underscore liqueur and at the slow novel lab. I'm also sending out a special weekly newsletter with the text from these episodes, along with more photos. The links are in the show notes. Thank you to my brother, Jules Lacour, for the music, Sonic's Podcasts for the production, and Mia Nolting for the illustration. My wife, Kristen Strobel, is taking the photographs. I'll be back next week with a new exercise for you. hope you've enjoyed this special episode of Keeping a Notebook and that you'll subscribe, rate, and review it wherever you listen. You can also find Nina's books and information about the Slow Novel Lab, the online writing class she teaches on her website, ninalacour.com. Before I go, in the spirit of sharing podcasts I love with you, I want to mention one more. Like Shelter in Place, the transmission times began when COVID-19 turned all of our worlds upside down. It's a masterfully curated audio diary collage from stories all over the world, and I've been enjoying it so much. Here's a little glimpse of it. This is the Transmission Times, radio diaries during COVID-19. Lost my first friend, Dale, to the virus. He could lose his roommate situation and then have no place to live. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to look at the doorknob the same way I did before. The lives that are going to be lost people on other countries. Nature will go on and will go on. We're a part of nature. But I think inevitably I will get it and I work in the hospital. My children just bring me right back to the present moment. You can listen to the Transmission Times wherever you get your podcasts. If you've enjoyed today's episode of Shelter in Place, I would love it if you could rate it and review it wherever you listen share it with a friend, and subscribe. Shelter in Place is sponsored by Brick and Mortar and Delta Wines. Even in these tough times, this family business has stepped up to be the first sponsor of Shelter in Place. When you order wine from brickandmortarwines.com or winesforchange.com, you can get 10% off your order by using the promo code SHELTER. If you order six or more bottles from Brick and Mortar, you'll also get free shipping and overnight shipping in California. The Shelter in Place music is composed by Chase Horseman at Reactor Productions, and the Shelter in Place artwork was created by Sarah Edgel. As always, you can find links to the things I mentioned in each episode in my show notes at laurajoycedavis.com. Until tomorrow, this is Shelter in Place. I'm Laura Joyce Davis.